You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Oz Network for another recap of our favourite show. Oh, is it your favourite show? Third favourite? Fourth favourite? Uh, in the top five. You rent it? Ah, uh, no. I mean, Murphy Brown's just above it. <laughs> uh, it's our favourite show. That came after Murphy Brown, but before the Murphy Brown reboot. It's lost, um, if you didn't know from the title. We are back for another recap. Still on season three, working our way through. Um, unless you're listening to this in the future and you're just jumping all over the place doing the random Oz Network episode recap, in which case, skip to our finale recap where Ben talks about his love for the Flash sideways. Um <laughs> Sounds like a joke, but it's probably not. <laughs> today today we are talking about Enter 7 and 7, written by Dream Team, Carlton Cuse and Damon Lindelof, and directed by Stephen Williams, airing on March the 7th, 2007, at the time of recording, almost exactly... Um, I'm bad at about 12 years? Or uh, more like 14, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> Is that... No, 12. What year did this air, did you say? 2000 and... Oh, 7. I think it said 5. Yeah, 12. Oh, you're right. We're recording this in 2021, aren't we? <laughs> the thing is, you can edit these, but you won't. No, fucking I'm, I can't be bothered. Too much effort. Uh, my name is Noel Groves, and I'm the last living member of the Oz Network. My name is Ben, a.k.a. the number one draft pick, Grimace. <laughs> no nicknames. Oh, um, right. I haven't lost yet. Hang on. That's, well, it was a given. True. <laughs> that's the that's the rule this week. No nicknames, okay? <laughs> I've had enough of you calling me names. Okay. I just, I just, um, I'm glad you read the proper pronunciation, because Lost Petey here is telling me, Enter 7-7, seven, seven. pronounce Enter 7-7. Seven, seven. <laughs> Well, we only we only talk about facts on uh, the Oz Network. And so, um, the 77, you're not a lost fan if you call it that. Uh, but speaking of Enter 77, um, what do you think, Ben? Does this tickle your fancy? Look, honestly, in the day and age we live in, I hope that they ask permission first before they entered 77. So... That's just oh, so you can say before they tickle my fans. <laughs> well, that too. Um, you've got to ask permission. Uh, look, I like a side episode, but I mean, I don't know, like a lot of flashbacks this season. It's, it's, this is the season of, did we really need to know about that? And like, I'm, I'm not sure I've been yeah. watching, you know, 50 odd episodes of Lost going, fuck, I wish I'd hurry up and get up to those days when Saeed was a chef in Paris. <laughs> The thing is that I completely agree, but coming off two weeks ago, like, <laughs> I could watch I could watch a season of Saeed as a chef in Paris. That should be a spin-off. Like, you know that movie Ratatouille? It should be like Saeed Atouille. Like, you know, him and a rat. Like, I don't, I've never seen Ratatouille. I'm guessing there's a rat and a chef hat and it's in France. I don't know. Ratatouille. Um, but, like... <laughs> It's like, do they come up with this idea? Okay, guys, ideas for flashbacks. All right, Jack, we need to explain the tattoos. Kate probably got married at some point. Um, let's say Locke does drugs somewhere with a guy that may look like somebody in a really famous TV show in the future. And I'm thinking Saeed could be a chef, possibly. <laughs> Grant, what are you thinking? 
We've had no inkling in the past that <laughs> like, he has any culinary skill. He is the Keith Famey of the survivors because, like, you know, why isn't he up there whipping up dishes and, like, you know, burning rice and, like, oh, I can cook. Like, why isn't he doing anything? He's not cooked once for it. He's fixing batteries and stuff like that. Like, he should be cooking. He used to be a chef in Paris, the culinary capital of the world. <laughs> As much as we tease, there's something very charming about Chef Saeed. I I do like it. I I, I like his little hair tied up and his whites. He he can pull it off. I Um, like to try my braised steak. (laughs) Um, But to to me, Enter 7-7, this may be giving away my ranking at the end, but to me, this is the ultimate middle of the road episode of Lost. The Panama. It's not Lost. It is. It's not great. It's not terrible. It, it kind of gives us some new kind of backstory stuff. Not on Saeed, but, you know, like mythology of the island. We get to see a new station. We get to meet some new others. So it gives a us cat. kind of that stuff. And we get to meet a cat with a Two familiar cats. name. Um, we get to, uh, you know, we get to see the cow. <laughs> oh, Finally. Um, I've been waiting for this day. Like, God, when will they show the cow we lost? There it is. Boo. We get we get ping pong. We get chess. We get Rousseau. Um, it, it's pretty exciting episode. So all around, like, there's some good stuff, but it will never aspire to greatness. It's just it's just enter seven. So. It's the, to me this is the um, the happy lock episode because I never knew uh, a grown man could. Fall in love so quickly with the computer game. <laughs> He's so addicted. Oh, oh, gummy Joe and his chess. Yeah, we'll get to that because that, that is something else. Um, but let's dive straight in. We've already talked a bit about the flashback. We've pretty much covered it all, really. <laughs> well, moving on to the islands. <laughs> yeah, this season really is the TMI when it comes to flashback stories. And it's easy to see why they dropped flashbacks next season. Um but Saeed, I'm guessing this is on his search for Nadia, the, the person, not the cat, around around the world, sometime between him going to Australia and leaving Iraq, is apparently also gone to culinary school and is working as a chef um, under the alias Najeev, which... Did, did, did he need an alias? Like... Oh, was I mean, it necessary for him to no longer be Saeed? I mean, look, all the the people in France looking for him are probably searching. For, I mean, Sa- who Sa- is looking for him? Well, Saeed, like what? Saeed's just like John in Arabic, isn't it? Like, I mean, it's like Muhammad is the most common name in the world, and that's just like John in in you know a lot of countries like that. So, I'm, Saeed's a fairly common name as well. Like, oh, oh, my name's Peter. Oh, no, uh, I better call myself um, Johnson, because all of a sudden, oh, no, not Peter. Like... But, but who's looking for Saeed? Um, this guy? <laughs> Surely he wants, in case Nadia is here, to be like, I am Saeed Gerard, the famous chef. Like, surely he wants posters everywhere. He's looking for Nadia. He's got... He's the, um, oh. the, the Gordon Ramsay of early 2000s Paris. <laughs> I would love saying it. Like, no, you fucked up the carrots. <laughs> what is this bullshit? <laughs> Cook me something. <laughs> 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 um, 
Um, yeah, so he's working this restaurant, uh, but then he gets a request. He looks really upset that he's being <laughs> ordered out to a customer. Like, he doesn't seem happy about that. Um, and this is where he meets Sammy, uh, who I wrote the Iraqi Robert Carlyle. I thought he looked a bit like him. Yeah, um, I see it. Is that his name, Robert Carlyle? That guy that's in things? Renard. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's Renard. Right. Hitler, he played yeah. Hitler as well. Yep, he was in the Full Monty. Yep, yeah, he was in like a TV mini series of Hitler. Like, I mean, you know, he's played it all. Like a British guy who strips a Bond villain and Hitler. So you know, all the all the dream roles. <laughs> but uh, this Iraqi Robert Carlyle, Sammy, um, knows that Assad is not Syrian. Um, he's Iraqi, so he starts talking Arabic. And he offers a job to Saeed because of his great cooking. Um, I wrote mild flirting here yeah. from Sammy. I thought, like, really trying to get in his pants here. Like, you, you'd know if I, I cooked don't... you a good meal. <laughs> You're staring at my ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know that Saeed does get around. Like, we, does. we always talk about Sawyer as the slut, but Saeed is like Nadia Shannon... Anna Lucia. Probably about to fall in love with that Sammy here and then meets in the afterlife. <laughs> he, Sammy was in the church instead of <laughs> Nadia. It really pissed the fans off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, there's no denying the love was there between Sammy and Saeed. Well, I wish they brought Sammy back for the, for the, flash, the flash sideways. Now. Yeah. Hashtag bring he, back he Sammy. He should have been in the church. He should, hashtag Sammy should have been in the church. The true love story. Um, Still a better love story than and you Saeed know, and Shannon. Oh, Sammy and Saeed is a much better love story than Saeed and Shannon. Um, uh, but so, uh, Saeed then heads off to Sammy's restaurant. Ben, I've been to Paris. The geography here was just so terrible. <laughs> So, uh, Sammy's restaurant must be quite expensive because it's very close to the Eiffel Tower. I don't know if you noticed that. Well, everything in Paris is. It's just like everything in Sydney is close to the Opera House. I mean, come on. (laughs) Based on Lost, yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, So, Sai meets Sammy and he meets his wife, um, Amira, and we see some scars. Ooh, and then, are you sure this is him? And then we suddenly have goons just beating Saeed. But Saeed puts up a good fight. Uh, he, he did pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he did get tied up and fed water in a dog bowl. But uh, There is a, a page for one of the goons. Arabic man. <laughs> <laughs> Name oh, unknown. Can, can we... unknown. Origin, Paris. Is there a Lostpedia interview with Arabic man? <laughs> Well, he's played by Aid Elbitar. Let's oh, see. The esteemed. Background. A stunt performer. Oh, he, he was in 24, Charmed, and The Shield. And let me guess, he played a terrorist in all of them. Huh? <laughs> but were there, were there terrorists in Charmed? <laughs> probably. <laughs> Haven't you seen how Alyssa uh, Milano's turned out? I mean, God, probably. <laughs> Oh, there's no interview with him. Oh, My favourite episode was Enter 7-7. Seven, seven. 
My favourite character is Saeed. <laughs> oh, he's going to be in Captain Marvel. Oh, oh. let me guess, as he's terrorist? Oh. <laughs> Stunt driver. Yeah. Brie oh, Larson's body our, double. Our, I wonder if uh, the Wasp is going to reunite <laughs> with, with him. Uh, yeah, so Arabic man. Yes. Oh, and there's also Waiter. Oh, yep. I've, I've, I've clicked on the no, article for eight. Cat, so there's cats on there. <laughs> Waiter, played by Tayari Marshall. Ah. Nothing about him. Just not but he enough. looked really annoying in his pictures, that's all. Uh, so let's see. Oh, he, he's got one acting credit. Lost. <laughs> oh, was he in that, was he? Oh, okay. <laughs> Tayari Marshall is an actor known for Lost. <laughs> He probably goes on the, the, the uh, fan circuit, goes of conventions. <laughs> Wait, I'm Which is the, the most um, devoted Lost fan in the world? Like, the absolute Lost icon fan who could pick this guy out from a lineup. Like, walking down the street, you know, just chilling. It's like, Wait, It's Wait, from Interceptor <laughs> And the irony is, he's probably working as a waiter, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's time pass. You know how, like, like uh, Big Mike wants to meet all the Survivor contestants? You wonder if there's, like, one person who wants to meet all the lost actors. Like, oh, oh the only one oh. I haven't met is Waiter from Enter 7 7. <laughs> oh, no, Waiter died five years ago. I never got to meet him. I never got to meet Cat. I never got to meet Nadia. Oh, no. Uh, is Madison the dog who played Vincent still alive, or are we... We've crossed that boat now. I, I, look, you know, Labradors live up to like 15 or something, don't they? So, could be. Well, given your timeline, <laughs> it's saying it's 14 years. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't bode well. Um, so, Saeed, yeah, beaten up by the goons, uh, Arabic man. Um, and then later on, he's chained up. The roles have been reversed. Now the torturer is the torturee. Uh, and we learned that Amira was questioned as an enemy in in Iraq, and she believes that Saeed tortured her, and Saeed denies everything, um, and they say he has to admit it or he will die. Lose-lose situation, I would say. <laughs> admit something that you deny you ever did, or die. Um... Later on, more more of this. Uh, you know, we just got out of the bear cages and the other cage that Jack was in. Oh, in the Paris uh, we, we need, uh, back in the cages. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, Saeed still denying everything. So Sammy says he's going to torture him. Saeed saying, "I cannot admit to something I didn't do." And we have Amira stopping Sammy right before he goes in for the torture. Um, you know, Sa- Sammy, he waited longer before Saeed was going to beat the shit out of Ben Linus or Henry Gale. So, uh, is Sammy the true hero here? Is Sammy misunderstood? Yes. Yes. Justice <laughs> for Sammy. Yeah. I like Sammy. Uh, later in, later on, I've written Samira, but I believe her name is Amira. Um, comes to talk to Saeed. Uh, and our first cat of the episode here. 
Uh, we learn that she sometimes she rescued a cat from some two boys who were torturing it, uh, and sometimes the cat scratches her because it forgets that it's safe. Um, and she says, "I know what it's like not to be safe, and that is because of you." Um, and she wants the respect of him admitting it. And Saeed then admits he remembered her and that her face has haunted him. Which, has all the faces haunted him? Well, why, why specifically Amira? But, well, I mean, look at um, <laughs> Very haunting. Uh, he says that he's sorry. She forgives him and that she's going to let Saeed go. Yeah, I don't know. This just seems... It doesn't seem necessary. I don't. Um, I don't understand it. Like, so tortured a lot of people. But but so this whole time he was denying it, and he does remember, or is he lying that he remembers just to get out of it? Like, I I never understand what the truth is in this situation. I think he knew all along, but he just wants to deny it so he can get get out. I do, um, I also think that this Amira woman, she's like, she should be a stage actress because she she's very dramatic, the way she tells <laughs> a story about the cat. I stare out the window, and the cat, it was tortured by kids, so I pick the cat up, and I pat the cat, and it bites me, but I forgive it. Like, <laughs> just... It is quite intense as you're just about to be tortured. Yeah, like, does she, like... Go to, like, the, her husband's restaurant. I will have a loaf of bread with garlic butter, not herb, because herb gives me gas. She'd be quite a terrifying waitress. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like an extra glass of Coke? Would you order not Pepsi, but Coke? She is at Anne Bedean. Trivia. She guest starred alongside Anthony Azizi in an episode of Lie to Me. Ah, that's where I know it from. <laughs> When are they bringing Lie to Me back? Yeah. Where's the Lie to Me Murphy Brown crossover event? Crossover. And featuring uh, Manifest. (laughs) They have to wrap up Manifest. I watched the finale of that the other day. Um, There was a shootout. Oh, it was dramatic. (laughs) They had a finale. Did they answer all the questions? Well... Now not only are people coming back on planes, but they're finding other people who are, like, coming back in others. Like, like this bank robber drove off into the water and was underwater for, like, three days before they could recover the car because reasons. And he survived somehow because it was like he time-travelled and then he died the same amount of time that he was apparently... It's really complicated and stupid. Like, I don't know why I watch it. And when will we find out that it's been cancelled? Uh, probably within the next few weeks, I could imagine. <laughs> I do have to share this. It made me laugh a lot based on what we've been talking about on this podcast. Uh, I got a message from my mother the other day. Who We live in other countries at the moment, so it's like, oh, my mum, what has she got to say? Uh, what news does she have from home? <laughs> Hey, hun, have you watched the show called Manifest? <laughs> I said, uh, no, but I've heard of it. <laughs> she said, oh, it's really good. <laughs> no, it's not. And, and I said, really? 
It looks like a bad lost ripple. She said, ha ha, I like it. And I said, to be nice to my poor mother, I might have to check it out. <laughs> but if you're listening right now, Mama Noah, your son's a lying bastard. <laughs> well, no, because I'm going to message her saying, oh, he was in the car and he time travelled. <laughs> I can just say anything and it will seem like I watched it. Thanks um, to your good friend Ben, who watched Manifest for you. It's like I'm doing your homework for you. Ben, can you watch Manifest for me so I can tell my mum about it? Yeah, you're doing you're doing the Lord's work. Um, <laughs> for Sammy, it says here he most recently appeared in the pilot episode for The Mentalist. God. <laughs> uh, oh, he was in Iron Man. God, lots of lots of Marvel. Heroes in in this episode of All Lost. connected the Wasp <laughs> stunt driver. Ah, oh. we think that he's a stunt driver, but really that's like the newest best Marvel hero <laughs> stunt driver. Can I just ask a question here with um with Amira? I'm going to say later on in this episode as a spoiler. Like we've dropped hints about it before, so I may as well say it. Like you kind of got to think: Can you blame Saeed for Charlie's death? at the end of this season. Can you maybe blame Amira for Charlie's death? Because without Amira here, maybe Saeed wouldn't have then not killed Eyepatch Man and kind of, you know, like a chain of events happening. Why do we blame Saeed for... Well, if Saeed killed Mikhail, whatever his name is, then Charlie wouldn't be dead, right? The problem with Mikhail is... That he always seemed to come back alive. Yes, I knew that, but I mean, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've never seen Lost before. It's my first time watching it. (laughs) You could blame Amira, but you're starting to sound like those people who hate watch Lost, and they're like, "But this is the the flaw because (laughs) I'm just trying to bring a sense of." Like that chaos theory thing that Jeff Goldblum talks about in Jurassic Park to to our episodes. This sounds smart, all right, but clearly it's not working. <laughs> you lost that when you said I watched the manifest. <laughs> I lost it the day I met you. It's like I like die another day. Yeah, that's true. I love here. It says the word Amira means princess or a sheaf of corn. <laughs> Often confused. Well, did you did you see yeah. Sammy? Sammy is of Arabic origin, and its meaning is on high, exalted. <laughs> that that summarizes. Sammy's yeah, definitely, character. definitely. Um, yeah, too much information in this one, but still better than Locke and Jack's flashback this season, right? Yeah, definitely. Is this the last Saeed one we get for a while too? It's the, uh, yeah. We won't get another one until season four, and that will be a flash forward. So when he also bangs another girl. Saeed <laughs> <laughs> the slut. Like, yeah. it's, it's men's Sawyer. name beginning with S. Saeed and Sawyer. And Sammy. <laughs> Sammy the slut. Um, so we never find out what happens to Sammy. and oh, Burning questions. Uh, yeah, so hopefully when the, when the Lost reboot comes... We can find out. When did they have a media release about that? Lost will be coming back, centering around the mysterious Sammy, a Paris hotel owner. 
<laughs> and his scarred wife, Amira. Also joining the cast, Nathan Fillion as a Miami PD officer. <laughs> TV's Nathan Fillion, thank you. And TV's Kimberly Joseph returns. In a long awaited <laughs> return to American television. Cindy. <laughs> That's just oh, what the show's called. Instead of called Lost Cindy. Cindy. It's <laughs> like the name. Let's not talk about Australians, because next week we've got plenty of flair to go around. Oh, it's about bloody time I came back on. Yeah. I'm looking forward to next week. Um, <laughs> so let's go into... This is another one I think we can kind of separate it by. We've kind of got, like, the away team, and we've got, like, uh, the ping-pong team. Maybe we should briefly talk about that. On the yeah, we're done within like five minutes, right? Oh, they play ping pong. <laughs> you can't call them names anymore. All right, back to the. <laughs> I, I think season two, when they introduced the frog plotline, was when they were starting to run out of sea story plotlines. Uh, so this one, it turns out the ping pong table survived the implosion. Um, we find out that Paolo, uh, everyone's favorite, has stolen Sawyer's guns and ammo. <laughs> I, I, I do like Sawyer. Listen, Zorro. It's in my stuff. Uh, apparently, the island has a shared magazine stack now. Oh, that is the worst acting I think I've seen in this show. We share now. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> you go, Paolo. <laughs> but I seem to remember, uh, wasn't it just a few weeks ago, that, um, they were talking about someone having a Playboy? Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, Walt's not around anymore, because... You know that it was Paolo who brought those porn magazines on. Yeah. That, they were going to reveal that in a flashback, but he, <laughs> he got prematurely killed. Um, uh, yeah, like... I hate Paolo picking out Playboys. Sorry. <laughs> is Nikki even in this episode? Yeah, isn't she... Doesn't, lock, uh, doesn't uh, Sawyer at one point turn her and go like, who the hell are you? Oh, yeah, who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that... Oh, yeah, so Sawyer found the ball, and he wants his stuff back. Uh, and he, yeah, and then he says to Nikki, and who the hell are you? Which is just a great line. Great. That's lost at its tongue-in-cheek best, I think. Um, and then in this incredibly forced plot line, Sawyer wants to play the best player for his stuff, which is just, yeah, it's very TV-like, I feel. Very 70s sitcom. Like, oh, oh, the fat guy can't play, can he? Oh, shock horror. He just happens to be the Forrest Gump on this island, you know. Uh, But if Sawyer loses, Sun and Jin are having their little powwow here, and they decide no nicknames for a week, which, why not just no nicknames? And that's the best they can come up with. (laughs) What about making him go out and get them food or... They were going to banish him yeah. a season ago, and now all of a sudden it's just like, oh no, no it nicknames. Is, it is very, very sitcom y. Um, but Hurley is picked, and he talks about the mercy rule, uh, and Hurley ends up beating Sawyer, uh, gives back some of his pawn. <laughs> um, and then he says, Kate will be okay. And then he says, get bent, Hugo. <laughs> Guess it's fun. Yeah, this is this is not lost at its best. We don't need this at all. I, I have no point. And, like, when he finds the ping pong ball, that's not a ping pong ball. That's like a cat toy. Like, I don't even know what that is. Like, that's not even a proper ping pong ball. But 
It's a weird thing. Like, I mean, at least like when they were, um, oh, what were they playing a season ago with Jack versus poker? Uh, poker. Yeah, like at least with that, that kind of was a bit, you know. But like, they had a dick joke in that. Yeah, we, we need a good dick joke. Like, <laughs> what, what, every time I th- they bring these porn magazines, right? Like, what was it we were talking about last season with Nathan Officer Bush having a wank or whatever it was? Like, <laughs> lots of porn in season three of Lost. But I, but I don't understand. Like, oh, he have your porn back. So like, they're gonna catch Sawyer just like you know having a bit of a play like in the middle of the night. Like, who had that before? Did Claire have that? Like in the shared pile? Like, who has shared porn magazines? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing: is Kate's gone? Anna Lucia's dead. True. Um. He doesn't know who Nikki is, so what has he got? Rose? Where is Rose? <laughs> Where is <laughs> Nikki and Paolo have killed Rose and Bernard. <laughs> I, I, I don't think they've appeared in season three so far. <laughs> Well, they're uh, off. They're off building their little holiday home where they end up they, living. Yeah, they're getting the home ready. <laughs> uh, but there's no point in them being here because at this point, even Sun and Jin are just basically extras at this point. Yeah. I, but they done since episode two. Well, that's why we got Paolo and Nikki in this season, because, you know, why not? Because <laughs> we needed... <laughs> like, I get Nikki and Paolo were hated, but if you're going to introduce new characters, get them to do something. <laughs> like, they do nothing. Yeah. I, r- I would it's, rather... It's almost than... hard to hate them. Because they're not doing anything. But I would rather than, like, not introduce Paolo and, and just have Rose and Bernard. Like, why can't, yeah, just, why we can't like you have Rose Bernard? It's like, we share things now. Rose, let's get the porn. And, like, you know. We like them. No, we love them, like, Noah. We love Rose We love Bernard. Rose Bernard. <laughs> like, Bernard could have mentioned been reading Guns and Ammo. Like. Yeah, that would, that would suit Bernard, wouldn't it? Yeah. Although Rose later says, "Remember, you are a dentist, not Rambo." <laughs> I love Bernard. Remember, you are a dentist. Don't read porno. I still feel bad for him for that sign. Yeah. I wish I was there to help him. Yeah, bloody idiots! Um, help out, poor Bernard. Hashtag justice for Bernard. Yeah, that's why he's not here. He's just really sad. Or maybe he's still building the sign. <laughs> he's one rock a day. <laughs> Rose stare, being a bitch. <laughs> I like Rose. Uh, let's not talk about SOS. That was last season. We did a whole recap on that. Um, oh, now by the Oz Network, doesn't it? I, I believe we rented it, but I can't quite remember. Good job there, Noah. Hang on, let me no. just cross that off. Cross promotion during episode. Cross <laughs> off. Cool. Good job. <laughs> Manifest. Oz. Can we do... <laughs> can, we, can we just do one episode of Manifest? <laughs> when we finish Lost. Yep. Done. Manifest. Um, so let's head to the away team. They're off. They're off to get get Jack back home. Um, so we have the best thing about this episode is Russo. I'm more Russo, but it's quite comical. Russo, how she I love in no the fucks. beginning of yeah. this episode. Yeah, all right, I'm going to go for the episode, but I'll be back later. I just love her reaction when they like they find the house and she goes to leave. It's like, where are you going? He's like, 
I've stayed alive this whole time by avoiding situations like this. Like, you guys are going to die. See ya. And then later on, when she's like in the episode and she sees, is it Saeed? She's just like, did he kill your other friends? It's kind of like she just doesn't care. Like, oh, well, they're dead. Now you're all mine, Saeed. Finally, I can tie you up again. Well, that's another one. Saeed and Rousseau have definitely got some mild flirting going on. Definitely. Well, Um, Saeed likes the French, so, you know. (laughs) That's why they bonded so much. (laughs) I lived in Paris. We We have a bond. Did you pick in... We've really got to think here. Um, Think back to Pilot Part 2. There's this French transmission. (laughs) They leave this up to Shannon. The translate. <laughs> yes. Saeed was gamefully employed in France. <laughs> Did not pick up at least a few words of conversational French. And this is the thing too. Like he should be cooking around camp. He doesn't. He knows French, but doesn't come in handy. Ends up blowing himself up with a bomb. <laughs> like... <laughs> I have to say, I've always loved Saeed, but doing this recap has definitely lowered my feelings on both. Naveen Andrews as an actor, and Saeed. <laughs> kind of phones um, it in and... old Saeed after a while. <laughs> well, but one thing I do like about Naveen is he openly like hated the show. He's like, yeah, this is it's, it's a paycheck to me. Coming soon, I kind uh, of Naveen Andrews that. interview. I really oh, fucking man. hated being on that bloody show. He's English, isn't he? So I can sort of do a better accent. <laughs> Uh, but you'd think when when Boone's like, oh yeah, Shannon, she she had a semester abroad in, in Paris. Did he not think to be like, oh, um, me too? Come on, you know, Saeed went to and said like, well, actually, I was a chef in Paris, and you know, Boone's. I mean, so was I. I was a chef in Paris too. I was a better chef than you were. Saeed dated Shannon. Did they not ever discuss this? <laughs> And he got in to translate the maps, for God's sake. We had, like, a whole storyline. He worked in a French restaurant. I imagine the menus were in French. I imagine the ingredients on the back of the things he was using as he pulled them in, making his souffle were in French. He's useless. Have we discovered the biggest plot hole in Lost? He's completely useless. <laughs> Saeed is the most useless character in Lost. (laughs) Oh, God. We know that he was just wanted to get in Shannon's pants. We now know know that Dud in that pairing was actually Saeed, not Shannon. Shannon was fine. It was Saeed. (laughs) But but they missed an opportunity here, didn't they? Not having a a guest star from Maggie Grace. Like, she studied in France. Why didn't they, they get her? She should have been, like, you know, just sitting in the restaurant, like, you know, like, kind of... <laughs> no dialogue or anything. There she is. There's um, old Maggie. And a quid of a boon cameo as well. Like, Well, patience to virtue, because in three weeks, <gasps> I, I think we're going to see both of them. We've already <gasps> had boon this season. So. Oh, boon's more in this season than bloody Rose and Banana. You know, he might, he might be... I know they're in the finale, but I can't think if they're in any of the other episodes or not. Um, yeah, so Saeed is useless, apparently, because he, he, he's employed in France. Although, this is where someone's going to comment and say, Noah, aren't you employed in Korea? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. 
but you would understand like, more Korean than I would, someone who's never been to Korea before. Like, I would understand more New Zealand than you would, having never been to New Zealand before. Yeah. <laughs> no one understands New Zealand. No. It's it's a it's a um, um what did we say before? It's like a made up country or what did we say it was? It's fan fan it's made fan made country. That's it. It's just Australia's fan fiction. Um, but it starts with this starts with them marching through the jungle, and I love Saeed and Locke and Saeed talking about the directions of the stick, and you can see he's trying so hard not to laugh at Locke, like. We're following the directions of a stick. <laughs> he looks like he's about to lose it. Which I have to say, I'm on side of Team Saeed here. <laughs> They're following Echo's Jesus coordinates. Like, is that really going to lead them to Jack? But at the same time, they've kind of only got themselves to blame. <laughs> like, I mean, if, if all of a sudden I'm hanging out with an old gummy Joe, it's like, oh, I've looked at a stick and it's telling me to go north. At a certain point, I'm like. Yeah, you do that, mate. I'm <laughs> going to go back to camp and read French and cook ratatouille. Well, what was it? wasn't it Locke said last time, like, you're not going back to the beach, are you? And and then they ended up not really going anywhere. So. I can't even remember what happened. I mean, I barely even again remember Mr. Echo unless we had that flashback at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> Rest in peace, Mr. Echo. <laughs> it's, it's This is not even a joke. The stick... Echo Stick has had more appearances in this episode, in this season than Echo has. The Where is the Stick? Do they still have it? <laughs> Did they memorise the court? Yeah, what? <laughs> Unanswered question. We never find out what happens to the Stick. <laughs> there you yeah, go. Um, there you go, Lost fans. There's a real thing you need to be getting angry about. Not the polar bear, not anything else. Where the bloody hell is Miss Echo Stick? And why does it say speak French? <laughs> But I, I I love later after that he's like I'm going to pick fruit. But after this we're going to talk about it. Let's <laughs> have a lovers um, quarrel. I'm going to pick fruit. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, they are. I mean, do, not no domestic bliss here between these two. Yeah, um, Said fighting a cow because why not? Yeah, I, I love this. He is a bell and he looks up and there's just a moo cow just sitting right there. It's great. <laughs> Daisy just chilling eating some grass. Yeah, like Kate. Kate saw the horse, but <laughs> wait till season three when they see the cow. Why isn't this flashback of Saeed in Paris driving down the road, nearly running into a cow? <laughs> the cow. <laughs> well, wait, waiter. He was a bit of a cow. <laughs> I hate waiter. <laughs> I hate cow. <laughs> <laughs> This is what this podcast. Three seasons. We got three seasons before someone other other the word. I hate cow. <laughs> We're gonna put that on a t-shirt. The most iconic lost the uh, Oz Network phrase ever. Oz Network. I hate I cow. Hate cow. <laughs> <laughs> the cow comes back later. On. It survives. Oh, good. The, <laughs> the cow has appeared more than Rose and Bernard and Echo. Famous cow one-liners in history. Bart Simpson, don't have a cow. Ben Waterworth, I hate cow. I, I hate cow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he finds the cow that you hate. Um, and then he looks and he sees a building, which a nice little hut here, which turns out to be another station. And he sees Patchy, who we saw from the, the screen a few episodes ago. 
Um, so that's something for people to say Loft never follow up on their things. Well, Patchy is here. Um, Rousseau confirms that this is not the radio tower that she made her signal from, but there is an antenna on the roof. Uh, and they decide they're going to go and talk to Patchy, and you mentioned that Rousseau is just like, no, <laughs> uh, no, I'm just going to... You know, um, Mira Ferlin got paid to be at the beginning and the end of this episode to say, I'm not going to be involved. And then later at the end, did you, why don't you shoot him? <laughs> and she probably made more than I made all of last year for that. Um, how much do guest stars make on network TV? It depends, probably on their screen time. Actually, I just found out a bit of trivia here too, on the cow, just while we're on that topic from before. Uh, it's called Svetlana. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Svetlana. In the official Lost podcast, it was asked, is the cow that Frank ran into one of Mikhail's cows, and what is the cow's name? To which the reply was, yes, the name of the cow is Svetlana. <laughs> I told you it came back in yep. season four. There you go. Um, what, what wasn't in the church, though? No. Well, in the trivia, in Lost via Domus... Is that how you pronounce it? If you look outside, you see there are no cows. <laughs> Hot hole. I'm done. Taking it back to the game store. <laughs> how could they omit Svetlana? <laughs> we need a Svetlana flashback. Yeah. Svetlana and Vincent mixed with cats. Well, you would hate that. <laughs> it's a very animal-centric episode. It is. Oh. It's Animal Farm. <laughs> uh, so, well, Mikhail's in it. Um, well, true. Saeed's going to walk up first. So he walks up, immediately shot. <laughs> that backfired. That's so funny. Um, I just love that. Saeed, like, just casually walking up there. Bang! <laughs> That's how he died. What if they just shot him in the head? Like, what if they just, like, <laughs> bang? See, Saeed, thanks. Still a better death than Mr. Echo. Yep. Um... But he says, I didn't cross the line. We had a truce. Um, but then Kate, action. These two need like a buddy cop thing because Kate and Locke come running action man and woman, Ant-Man and the Wasp, um, Gummy Joe and the Wasp just coming out, uh, taking down Mikhail. And um, we learn that, you know, Patchy, I am Mikhail Buchanan, the last living member of the Dharma Initiative. Um... I don't know if you remember seeing this for the first time or anything, but I don't know. I, I, I like how this episode goes, but I also kind of like that concept. I think if he was telling the truth, that could have been kind of really interesting. Yeah, I agree. I think it would, um, that would add to it. I, I do, I do like Mikhail though. And I do kind of like He's great. the actor too. Cause like it does like going back to what you're saying, but the first time you see it, like he does such a good job and you really kind of, guessing and then kind of when we get that great moment when he's like are we going to sit here and pretend to keep playing this game and then all of a sudden just like pew 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 like just bashing the shit out of each other like it's great it's a very tense episode this one yeah um, yeah he, he out of all the guest stars on lost he he's great and i'm glad that he is in quite a bit of season three um andrew d Boff, if you told me he was not in 24 at some point i would be very shocked um, is he in 24? <laughs> I don't know, but it doesn't seem like it, but come on. 
Missed I mean, opportunity. he kind of looks like, um, yeah, no, I see it, but... Uh, he was he, in Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I'm very embarrassed. He was in Air Force One. <laughs> he was... Oh, he played a, a goblin degen, uh, like a dem- demon in Wishmaster. Ah, oh, yeah, I remember him from that. He's cool, though. I really like him. He was in Walker. Three times. There's three different characters. The Texas Ranger? Oh, it just says Walker. I guess they removed Texas Ranger. Maybe he got demoted or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, it, maybe it's the reboot. Or maybe it's just a show about somebody who likes to walk. So, <laughs> Oh, he's in Night of the Living Dead 3D reanimation. Wow. Cool. He's also I, in I... Immigrant, where he played Tolok. <laughs> um... Alias Jag. Yeah, I used to watch that. Um, Magic Man. Sexist. He wasn't in Murphy Brown. Oh, he was in Down and Dirty. He played Jimmy. Remember Jimmy in Down and Dirty? <laughs> the Jimmy? The, the, yes. Remember that? that he was in MacGyver. <laughs> Russian guard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was in Tarzan the Epic Adventures. I didn't oh, know that was a Tarzan. What a show. You thought you liked Tarzan. Yeah. Wait till you see his Epic Adventures. The Epic Adventures. Oh, yeah. The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. Oh! <laughs> Dangerous oh, Touch! The <laughs> There's uh, our Bond connection, Hunt for the Red October. <laughs> he was with Sean Connery. Oh, he was Russian soldier, Russian guard, and Edgar in Scarecrow and Mrs. King. He's not typecast at all. <laughs> Matlock, MacGyver, the A-Team. He's always like a Russian. He plays in uh, CSI Miami, Ivan Sarnoff. Like, do you think he's ever just in an episode where he plays, like, English tourist? <laughs> I mean, I I think he's a really good actor, so it's actually quite a shame to read his credits and see that he's one of those actors. He's the one that's been in Jag and NCIS. Born in Venezuela, but grew up in Russia. So, very common uh, pairing there, isn't it? The uh, the Russian-Venezuelan actors. He's cool, though. I really like both the character and the actor. Um, I think he plays well off Saeed. Um, I agree. So, yeah, they take him down, but later they, they're in the in that little house... Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I like him as an other, but I just do like the backstory about him being recruited into Dharma and then they have a truth and he's, all of them are dead except for him. I think that's kind of cool. Um, but he starts treating Saeed's wound and we learn that he spent some time in Afghanistan, in the Soviet army. Whether or not any of this is true, we to this day don't know. Uh, he said he was dismissed after the Cold War and ended up in Dharma. Uh, answering an ad in the newspaper, which we don't know the truth of how he got to the island, but it's totally possible the others put advertisements because we saw how they recruited uh, Julian. Says that he came 11 years ago, which would make that, what, uh, 1993? Don't ask me about it, Mass. (laughs) 14 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we learned that this is the flame station. So we saw in the Pearl that this, they had monitors that connected to the flame uh, and that it's for communication with the outside world. 
but convenient. Do you notice conveniently multiple times this episode they've mentioned the purple sky, mm. like not just in this, like also on the main beach. So, but remember, we can't because <laughs> the purple sky. Uh, so they can't contact the outside world. Uh, old Gummy Joe, the senile <laughs> Gummy Joe, has just met this new guy for the first time. Like, is he another? Is he a dumb? Wanders off. I love him. <laughs> a computer. <laughs> and it says, want, want to play? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, so, Gummy Joe, while all the. I say he's just been shot. He's just off playing computer chess. It's a very lofty thing, I guess. I love Long his is face. Really in this season, I have to say, his face is a bit like I don't think we ever see Locke so happier happy. than he is in this episode. He's more happy than when he met Nadia, uh, not Nadia, Helen. <laughs> but actually, seriously, all jokes aside, Terry O'Quinn, like, just he can hold a whole scene with not saying a word and facial acting because it's like. Chess. Every single time he makes a move, like he's got, like when he loses the first time, he's just got this. Yeah, no. sad look at his face. Don't tell me that I can lose. <laughs> and then when he wins, like you think he's like he's been so told happy. he's going to be a dad. He's getting married. Like he's won the lot. They need to play the music when they get the fish biscuits. <laughs> 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 he loves chess. But like the, chess. the dumb thing is too is when he's holding Mikado with sort of jumping ahead, but when he's like having to guard Mikado and he's just like, Oh okay, so it'll be fine, let's go play some chess again. <laughs> play play some more chess. <laughs> While they're like investing and, and, and gets attacked by Mikhail for doing Because <laughs> he wanted to beat the chess. <laughs> oh god he's the worst you know, you know, ever in this episode <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to kind of really uh, sympathise for Randy now yeah. like, we yes. were saying that he was a dick for telling Randy off at work uh, for telling Locke off at work but I can see now <laughs> he's obsessed Old Gummy Joe's like with a customer halfway through at the box company, just sort of mind starts wandering. What's that? Oh, just uh, just gonna be back in a second. Sits down and starts playing chess. I think Randy completely misunderstood. I need to apologise to Randy. Yes. he was just being a good boss. I think. Lucky's a dick employee. He's got an addiction to <laughs> computer gaming. Um. But I, we are jumping ahead now, but basically the computer chess is like an override system. But I know we're nitpicking, but can we talk about... They say if this has been invaded by the hostiles and descendants of it, can we talk about how impractical it is <laughs> yeah. that you have to beat one of the best programmed chess computer games in the world? Like the others have overridden it and you're in the back... Shh, shh. Quiet computers, stop! I, I need to beat you so that I can get rescued. Is that like, not completely impractical? Very impractical. That's like basically, you know, if uh, I don't know, you've got a bank, you've got a bank that's being robbed. Instead of a silent alarm, you've got to like, fucking play chess. <laughs> Give me 
Where are you, buddy? Hang on a second. Died. Where should I move the knight? Uh, does the knight beat the rook? Like, what do I do? Oh, no, I lost. Ah, beautiful. Can I start again, please? Can you go back outside and rob me again just quickly? Just really quickly. It's fine. It won't take long. And also, if you're trying to hide, it's so loud as well. It's like, <laughs> play again. Play you again. Win. You win. <laughs> Like it's it's completely by the time the others would have completely commandeered the thing, and and uh, is that a suicide thing? Like, if you beat the chest, are you supposed to just blow up? Like, not not thought through. I I think the the Dharma people deserve to die because they didn't. <laughs> They're supposed to be the smartest scientists in the world. They've not thought this through. But, but like, even entering 7-7, again, we're jumping way ahead here, Locke enters it, and he's, like, a good, I don't know, five minutes out of the building. Like, does it come up and say, like, you have five minutes to leave the building? Even then, sail, fail-safe is terrible. Like, you got to beat chess, enter 7-7, <laughs> you've got to five minutes to leave the building. <laughs> yeah. At that point, um, like, did Locke... I want to know, does it come up saying, like, you need to, like, did, like, what if they didn't, what if they didn't leave for that five minutes? Saeed, Locke, and Kate, three of the biggest characters in the show, would have just blown up. Yeah. What if, like, old Gummy Joe left his old gummies back inside or something like that? Like, the the Chester, it's equally hilarious, but equally very strange. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I don't uh, have anything to add. I think that <laughs> just, just old Gummy Joe playing chess is like the it's best very thing. Funny. Yeah, He's I so want a flashback so of his chess days. I want him to see him back in school playing chess. Don't tell me that I can't play chess. <laughs> did did um, Terry O'Quinn win an Emmy for this? Oh, he should have. Bloody hell, robbed if he didn't. The chess thing. What is some from Murphy Brown win it or something like that? Manifest probably. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Will it, will it be in our top five of the season? Oh, it has to be. Oh, <laughs> Nominee right now. Number one overall when we get to the end of six seasons. You know, fuck not Penny's boat. It's Locke winning chess. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm kind of shipping Kate and Saeed in this episode. I <laughs> <laughs> don't know what it is with this episode, but everyone's... Got chemistry, I think. Um, curly hair. Curly hair meets curly hair. Yeah. Uh, N- Najeev and the Wasp. Yeah. Um, wasp and future Marvel terrorist number seven. <laughs> he would be good on a, on a Marvel film, but he would definitely yeah. play the I could see him as some sort of, like, I don't know, Captain Chef or something like that. Like... <laughs> Yeah. Are you all right there? Are you like putting together a gun or something like that? <laughs> it's the cow. No, it's, I hate cow. <laughs> I hate cow. <laughs> <laughs> Who out of all the lost cast? This is a serious question. Uh, I, I know we're nearly done, but this is a serious question. Who would be the best as a Marvel? Like we've got Evangeline Lilly. Who else would be good? Oh, Ben, I think. Michael Emerson as, as a like villain. A, as a villain would be brilliant. Um, you can see Jack as some sort of like, um, oh. kind of like the 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 faux villain, kind of like as like the 
like is the villain side person who kind of just gets killed and just before the final battle. Um, Claire. <laughs> Cap- Captain Australia. <laughs> Bloody hell! I'm gonna get the thing that Thanos has. <laughs> she should have been here for this. I'm the only Australian who loves chess. <laughs> Give me a go. Yeah. Wait for next week. Who else? Um, Sawyer? (laughs) He was in Mission Impossible. Yeah. Chin. (laughs) Yeah, Daniel Day Kim. Come on. Daniel Day Kim. Daniel Day Kim would be great. Actually, in all seriousness, he would be great in Marvel. Yeah. So would Sun. Yeah, she'd be pretty good. Jin Kim. What does she do now, then? I don't know. You're in Korea. You tell me. Daniel Day Kim has just had only success after loss. He's in Y five O still, isn't he? Or I think he quit because they were not paying the Koreans enough. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, I remember that. Yeah, he doesn't age. Uh, he's like he's no, no. good looking rooster. Uh, Daniel Day Kim. Oh yeah. Um. So they're talking to Mikhail, uh, treating Sai's wound. Uh, Mikhail says he didn't participate in the purge, he made a truce, and that he can't cross the line. Uh, then we meet his cat, Nadia. <laughs> the greatest athlete ever to be. It's just, uh, I don't know. Do we need the cat to be called Nadia? Is that a little too much for a Saeed episode? I just love how distracting the cat is. Like, they just turn to the side and there's a cat scratching at a mat. And like, that is Nadia. <laughs> and then that's the greatest athlete that ever was. Luckily, he didn't get confused. Nadia! Yes, that's up in the cat! <laughs> Ends up in the flash in the uh, the church at the end with the cat! With the cat! <laughs> I love cat. I didn't uh, know her very yes, well before I'm... I came to the island. But then I did get to know her. And I knew that she was a cat. Said and the cat in the church. Much better. <laughs> The fans were furious. <laughs> um, someone needs to re-edit all the scenes with Nadia in it with this cat. <laughs> yeah, um, we need to get Thingo back on the show and just be like, "What was it like playing yeah. a cat?" What? Um. So Saeed all patched up. People get shot left, right, and center this in this show, but they kind of seem to get healed very quickly. Um, very nice of Mikhail to offer some iced tea. Yeah. Oh, we haven't seen ice in ages. <laughs> Gee, but Kate, like, really, breaks on she really has a starring role on this episode. Oh, Kate, <laughs> Famous Kate line. Oh. We've not had ice in ages. Evangeline Lilly must have been. Uh, she earned a paycheck this week. <laughs> um, Mikhail's trying to uh, persuade Locke to not play chess. <laughs> it was made by three grandmasters, and it cheats. Um, that's when Saeed's eye, no, he's another, and I don't think he's alone. Uh, Mikhail says he grows his own tea. Um, and then Saeed's kind of questioning about the water cables. And then I do love, I do love this power play by Saeed, Like, luckily we were managed to kill one of them. Which, you know, you would think, the others are quite trained in everything, you think that shouldn't bother Mikhail. Yeah. 
He, he should have been like, oh, yeah, that was Danny's wife. I'm glad she's gone. <laughs> she was a bitch, wasn't she? <laughs> yeah, and Danny as well. God. Um, so then you mentioned this, uh, why are we continuing to play this little game? When we all knew that it's moved to the next stage. Probably the award for the best line of the episode, right? Or the best moment. Because that's pretty like unnerving there. And, yeah. And then... It- Badass Mikhail with the the tea and going crazy. Which I just love the way it just kind of comes out of nowhere, the way it just happens. Because, like, I mean, it would not necessarily come out of nowhere, but I think it's... Because we're still, like... It's one of these moments, I think, where you, you're meant to be, like, questioning it. Like, oh, is he bad? Is he good? Like, what's happening here? And just... The way it just comes so suddenly, um, you know, and it's just, yeah. Badass tea and then everything happening and then all these old gummy joe being the worst guard in the history of lost but uh <laughs> well boone fell asleep remember <laughs> boone <laughs> he fell asleep <laughs> he let the go drown and he's a lifeguard <laughs> he gets old <laughs> uh, I, I i wouldn't say Locke was the worst guard boone. <laughs> boone's literally uh, right now going, i was i was the worst guard <laughs> I was looking at Ian Summerhalder's Instagram the other day. Bring him back to yeah. things. He's he's quite manifest. Happy. He's, he's got to say, like in all seriousness, if you looked at the actual people from Lost and judged their, I guess maybe their fan bases, you'd probably argue Ian Summerhalder maybe has the biggest fan base, even more so than Evangeline Lilly. Like he's got a pretty strong following. I know a lot of that probably comes from the Vampire Diaries. He- People love Boone. I mean, what can you what? say? <laughs> the people have spoken. He has 14 and a half million followers on Instagram. Um, and I, the thing, too, is I think he, he still will talk about Lost, won't he? So it's not like he's completely forgotten where he came from. Um, and that house. Oh, can you just imagine, though, if they have a Lost reboot and they're like, well, it's going to be right back, it's going to be a prequel, <laughs> going to bring back in Summerholder. Yes! Boone! <laughs> Maybe th- this station, this was the house that he bought. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, I like the house. It's, it's nice. It, it feels like when you go away with your family to like a distant relative's shack. Or, yeah, I see it. And they've got like computer chess yeah. and Monopoly. Um, I really do like this plot. This is a cool plot line though with the yeah. whole Izzy, isn't he? And it's really tense. And I like the introduction of another station and just introducing another other who's an interesting one and uh, kind of adds to the mythology of the others a little bit um, and just hearing him talk about coming to the island and stuff like that and and the eye patch like the eye patch is just he would be nothing without the eye patch let's be honest well then um, I also like the fact too that we get what's the name come back as well which is kind of like a random little thing mm-hmm. clue it is random, but do you like... Because I always remember watching a video about Lost and someone was bitching like, oh, there's no reason to bring back these random characters. and like It could have been anyone. But I, I like that there's kind of a bit of continuity. Yeah, it could yeah. have been anyone. So do I. I like, I, I like they bring it. back Clue, yeah. even though they kill her off like a minute later. But it's, it's just a bit of continuity there. I like that. I like it too, because, I mean, I think kind of... It's if you've got this many others or whatnot, and you, you they've, you've got to imagine that you're going to see these people again. It's kind of like, I guess, the survivors, where um, you know when they start killing them randomly in the background, like 
at least kind of you know who they are sort of after a while, even though they're never there. But, like, yeah, I like the fact you bring back Clue because, I mean, if this was just random woman, uh, people are going to be complaining just as much. Like, who is she? Why is she there? Like, what's she got to... Why did you kill her off in three seconds? Like, it's kind of... Yeah, because, I mean, then the thing is, if you don't also bring about Clue, by the end of this season, you're going to be like, oh, what happened to that Clue woman with Walt and Michael? Like, where'd she go? Plus, the other thing is, Kate, it kind of adds to Kate's plotline, because she yeah. remembers. Um, but anyway, uh, Mikhail's tied up, and Saeed is confident someone's coming, and Locke says, I've checked every nook and cranny... <laughs> This might be one of my least favourite lines in the history of Lost. It's always rubbed me the wrong way. Not every nook and cranny, John. <laughs> he bends <laughs> over. <laughs> ben. I couldn't resist. That's just like the starting line of a porno film. I've checked every nook and cranny. Not every nook and cranny. Bounce. Wow. Oh, Gummy Joe's face lights up again. <laughs> I may not be a grandmaster of chess, Saeed, but I you am a granddaddy. Win. You win. <laughs> oh, it's a 7 7. Right. <laughs> That's old Gummy Joe's age. <laughs> 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 Is that the name of the port <laughs> Pronounced seven seven. <laughs> why do you why do you think Mikhail wears that eye patch? <laughs> <laughs> could be worse, it could be called I Enter Cow. <laughs> I mean and the weird thing is Kate is the only one not engaging and she she's a notorious engager <laughs> she, she has a love octagonal situation going on at some point it's just Saeed, Mikhail and Locke <laughs> exploring each uh, other's nooks and crannies <laughs> this episode should have been called not every nook and cranny <laughs> <laughs> That that line, I I can remember hearing that for the first time. <laughs> we've we've had all these big things like the others popping up. We're gonna have to take the boy and like cut the commercial and whatnot. This not every nook and cranny, John. It's like a then CSI line. <laughs> <laughs> David Caruso putting on his glasses. Put on every nook and cranny. Not every nook and cranny. <laughs> But there is a funny, if you watch season three bloopers of um, this, uh, Naveen Andrews makes fun of this, and there's a bit like, not every nook and cranny job, and he pretends to do like a Sherlock Holmes kind of thing. Says he Patrick Stewart? (laughs) Oh, that was a pretty good unintentional. It was. That was a very good Patrick Stewart impersonation. God, I need to unintentionally do Patrick Stewart more Not often. every nook and cranny. <laughs> no, that's the thing. You can only unintentionally do Patrick yeah. Stewart. <laughs> oh. Well. <laughs> that's that's uh, frowned upon in some countries, Noah. You better be careful there. Uh, yeah, but I don't know if you picked up on how silly not every nook and cranny was, but I've I've written it down in my notes everywhere. <laughs> 
I, I, you hate cow, I hate nook and cranny. <laughs> That's going to be the name of your autobiography. I hate nook and cranny, the Noah Grove story. Or, or not every nook and cranny, the, the complete Naveen Andrews story. Enter <laughs> <laughs> uh, 7 the, 7, the, the Terry O'Quinn story. These these lost actors need to start writing autobiography because they've yeah, not got anything else going on. You know, Boone's like, written. Dude, one. dude. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote an autobiography too. The In Summer Holder story. <laughs> Who the hell are you? The Nikki, <laughs> the Keely Sanchez story. Um, Mildly flirting. <laughs> the Matthew Fox story. You would know if I was checking you out. The Matthew Fox story. <laughs> um, Hello. The, the, the Mr. Anawali Akanaka Aka. I love hearing my notes straight after Not Every Nook and Cranny John is Locke still really wants to play chess. <laughs> um, Saeed and Kate are underground. Just like, He barely has any lines in this episode, Locke. He's walking around this house playing chess. Um, they find some C4, and the whole place is wired. Uh, Say finds operational manual, Locke wins the chess, and is overly happy, overjoyed. <laughs> uh, and then manual override achieved. Uh, then we get a, a mention of the pallet drop. Like, would you want to schedule a pallet? Which, come on, Locke. If you're going to do anything, why don't you schedule some more food for some people? Get some more fish biscuits. Yeah, um... Um, Pierre Chang's back. I'm not sure if he introduces himself at all in this episode, does he? But no. like Mark and or Edgar Hallowax and all that. Um, and then he tries to contact the outside, but there is no access. Access denied. Uh, enter seven seven. If the hostels have overtaken. Um, oh god, I cannot think of that seriously anymore. You've ruined Enter seven seven. It's my way. Uh, Mikhail stops him with the knife, like, shh. Like, why didn't he just kill Locke? Because he wants to know how to win at chess. Um, and this is where B-Clue, as we've already talked about, arrives. And Kate's not happy. Like, Kate, Kate goes straight in for the punch, pretty much. Um, and they're outside, and we have Clue talking in a foreign language as Russian, my... isn't it? Well, my subtitle said "talking in foreign language" when I watched it on Netflix. I'm guessing no, it's not Russian. It's Latin. Where, where is the trivia? Um, it could be Ukrainian because didn't he say he's from Kiev? So maybe it's Ukrainian. How have they not mentioned this in the trivia for this damn episode? God, you mentioned everything else. Fucking Lostpedia. <laughs> oh, here we go. Foreign dialogues. Oh, it is Russian. And oh, see. The both characters speak with very heavy American English accents. <laughs> um, the translation is Clue says, Mikko, Mikko, you know what to do. He says, We still have another way. We cannot risk it. You know the conditions. There is another way. They captured us. We will not let them get into the territory. You know what to do. That's an order. We still have another way. Just do it, Mikko. Forgive me. Shoots. <laughs> I didn't need to read that. <laughs> what is the safeguard there? Like, kill me. 
Like, <laughs> it's such an odd How sentence. is that going to... If anything, that's definitely not going to stop them from getting into the territory. You just halved your chances of, like, taking back over these people. <laughs> like, you know, you've got a, two in an army, now you've got one. At the moment, it's two against three. They have a chance. Yeah. They captured Ben and he got away. Yeah. Yeah, I... That's the thing. I like this episode that it kind of flushes out the others' mythology, the, the cult of the others. But also, we're, we're noticing a lot of dumb things in this episode. Not like the chess and the, this. Um, oh, the and then also we have the Paris Cafe dialogue. Saeed says, I'm Syrian. <laughs> Sammy says, I swear, my brother, it's very clear to me that you're Iraqi. Um... Yeah, I don't know if about the others fail safe there. <laughs> but it does go to show how dedicated they are to the cause, the others. Um, Poor Clue. So, yeah, I like Clue. Yeah, she's okay. Um, do we eulogise her? Rest in peace. She was in an episode, she liked Walt, and now she's back. The end. I don't know if she liked Walt. Well, I mean, sure. Who didn't? Wow! <laughs> That's true. Uh, so let's just quickly see if there's any trivia for her. Her last name is pronounced Clue. Oh. <laughs> clue, clue. Um, let's see. In the official Lost magazine, uh, April Grace revealed that Clue was a former nun. No. Okay. Did she just make that up? Like, is that official guidance from the creators? That's a very J.K. Rowling thing, doesn't she? Just, like, go on Twitter and say, like, oh, Ron was gay and stuff like this. Uh, So April April Grace. Grace. (laughs) It's an interesting name. um, It is assumed that she had ridden to the flame by horse. Why? What about cow? she say that? (laughs) She rode the cow there. Um, Clue was originally meant to be shot by Sun in the Glass Barrel Arena. However, likely due to the actress's unavailability, being a nun, maybe the <laughs> character Colleen was created and killed. That's kind of interesting. And her last words were, just do it, Mikhail. Turns out she was actually officially the inspiration for Nike. I was going to say, she got a sponsorship deal after that. Yeah, <laughs> she was in all <laughs> lost B Clue. <laughs> Um, <laughs> theories, the reversed audio of Room 23 is actually her voice. And where did you draw that from? <laughs> it's a great name, though, isn't it? Miss Clue. Right, that's a Miss great Clue. Name. Miss Clue. Uh, so re- rest in peace. We eulogized her. Um, so she's dead. Um, Mikhail wants Saeed to also shoot him. Come on, the others. You're not being very smart at the moment. Uh, Locke says he's not ready to go. He enters 7-7. Seven, seven. Uh, Mikhail admits he was never a Dharma member. Rousseau comes back. Mikhail's a hostage. Rousseau really wants Asahi to kill him. She's quite desperate. Like, go on, Asahi. Why are you keeping him alive? Which I can Why doesn't she just shoot him? Like, she could just do it. She's openly admitted to not caring yeah. about him. Like, come Eddie. on, Rousseau. Like, you, like um, what, three, four months ago before these people were here, you would have just killed him probably right then and there. Why didn't he say uh, it's because you're in love with him? Killed. She does have a thing for Saeed. Um, she does. 
She has the ball. Let, let's, let's beat 16. She wants to enter his 7-7. Seven, seven. <laughs> Maybe she's the one taking the playboys, because it's been 16 <laughs> years. <laughs> I have not seen a naked person in very long. She, yeah. I love Russo. She should have been a main character. I like young um, Russo. Oh. <laughs> I don't like that episode, but I do like her. Older Russo is not half bad, but I like older. Ru- I like the the jungle kind of thing going on there. Um, uh, Russo's daughter. We know. <laughs> I, do you prefer young Russo or Russo's daughter? Young Russo. But not everyone can pull off the jungle look like old Russo because Claire is his. Just looks a little stupid. Pinecone baby. My squirrel baby! My squirrel baby! Yeah, Russo never went to that length. Um, oh, how shitty is that when Claire's. Oh, God. Can we not talk about but that? Don't, don't, don't you love, though? Because we always joke about how Russo pops up like, Bonjour, I'm back. But this episode is the ultimate. Like, <laughs> like at the beginning, just disappears into, like, where is she? Comes back at the end, bonjour, let's go. What does she say in this episode? She's like, this is my fight, I go with you by the river. So why does she come back? Like, she gets impatient? She's lonely? What was she doing? What was she doing at the river? What are you doing? Who are you? Having a wank with Nathan? I love cow. She just likes cows. She wanted to play with the cow. That's uh, Um, interesting. And then Saeed, here's my prisoner. I will decide his fate. (laughs) Why is he sight? Greedy sight. Um, and then the flame, luckily, if they're out of the flame, uh, explodes. And Saeed, rightfully so, is pretty pissed off. And then Locke, I don't, I don't know. I just entered 7-7. Seven, seven. <laughs> what did you do, John? Doing, there's a lot of quarrels between these two this episode, which I do love. Um... Yeah, Locke acts really rashly in this episode and the next and the one after and the ones before. Season three, they did not know what to do with this character. Um, unfortunately, Nadia survived. Aww. Uh, and we have, we have her watching on as they leave the, the rubble. Um, yeah, I do like to say you're getting absolutely pissed off at Locke. I'm just glad they were out of there, but maybe it would have been better if just, say cut his losses and blew up then and there because his face is going to blow up anyway. Way. Might as well get it done with. Um, but that's end of 7-7. Seven, seven. Uh, there's some good stuff going on there. Uh, let's quickly go through the trivia. Uh, the Dharma fight binders have codes about food drop protocol. Um, the, the journey to the flame is actually on. Day 77, that's kind of interesting. Uh, ironically, two known Dharma Initiative members are alive working off the island, so he's not the last, even if he was telling the truth. It was later confirmed that B's horse survived the blast. Source oh, needed. God. <laughs> Source needed. That could be fair. False. <laughs> uh, the two chess games shown are Tal Larson, Candidates Tournament, Tournament 1965. And Karpov Kasparov, the 1985 
Moscow World Championship. Yeah. However, both have been slightly altered. So if you didn't get them, that, that's why. Um, as of this episode and the next, Josh Holloway has appeared in more episodes than Matthew Fox. Yay! <laughs> yeah, no Jack yeah. this episode. Wow. Yeah, not a, a single... This is the first time that Matthew Jack... Matthew, Matthew Jack, Jack. Matthew <laughs> has been absent for two episodes in a row. Hooray! Oh, our hero. Yeah, he's gone. And you notice no one ever mentioned it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's end of 7-7. Seven, seven. What did you think? That we had animals, we had a horse, we had a cat, we had no, two cats, we had a cow, we had a guy with an eye patch, we had chess, uh, iced tea... Ping pong. Ping pong. Porno. Did we have what any answers? Um, I was going to say a quick, we had an answer, didn't we? Who is the eye patch guy? Can we cross that yeah. one out? I forgot about questions and answers because there was too much stupidity from people. I know. Episode. This is like such a long episode. It's such a pointless episode. Like, what the hell happened? Um, uh, who is the eye patch guy? We can cross that one out, right? Yeah. The K.O. Um Why isn't Nathan Fillion in movies? Uh, we're getting there. Um, who is the mysterious woman who likes chestnuts? Ah, ha, ha, ha. Um, oh, in episode nine, what the hell happened here? Um, <laughs> do we do we have any questions this episode? Um, no, I don't. I guess you could say is Mikhail telling that? No, no, no question. Is Sayed a good chef? I feel like there should be questions, but I can't really think of. Nah. So, ranking. Um, what do you think? Well, I think we summed up at the beginning when we said it's kind of like the Panama of episodes. Um, it's a rent. Um, yeah. I had this at 49 out of 60. It's kind of the lower end of the rents. So, um, I mean, look, I didn't hate this episode, but I didn't love it. Like... I'm not going to come back in 30 episodes time and go, fuck, I want to watch Enter 7-7 again. Um, so, yeah, meh. Yeah, I agree. It's a rent. I think if you thought about just putting a random episode of Lost on, like you weren't re-watching the series, you just chucked on Netflix, you would be entertained watching this. Like, There's some good stuff that happens at the Pearl, and I guess Sawyer's is kind of funny. It, it's not one of those ones where you're looking at the clock, like, is it over yet? Um, you've got the chess with Locke. Uh, and Mikhail is just... I love Mikhail. He's a great character. So, yeah, it's a rent for me. It's very just average episode of Lost. Um, if this was a 13-episode season, this would have been cut. But it's still <laughs> got some good stuff. Um, so, yeah, that means next week... Uh, the moment we've all been waiting for. Claire flashback. Whoa. Next week, party on and lots of Claire yelling, lots of moody Charlie. Um, so that should be exciting. But good news, Ben, the last Claire flashback in the show. Oh, no, not a squirrel baby flashback episode. Yeah, this is it. I have to say, I think we will have fun with this one. Uh, there's some funny stuff to talk about because it's just ridiculous with all the Claire stuff. But a big shocking twist. Probably one of the biggest twists of the season so far. So. 
And I remember that... the networks in Australia were just advertising this. Two of the people are related. Who will it be? <laughs> just basically spoiling. It's going to be Clue and Jin. <laughs> they, they worked in the monastery together. You won't, uh, you won't know how, but trust me, it's real. Uh, it's just true. Rousseau and, or like, who could it be? Well, we'll talk about that next week. We can Vincent. theorize next week. Vincent and Nadia, the cat. <laughs> no, Nadia, the girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> the sports person. <laughs> the gym. Uh, yeah, do you remember anything for Paravion? I'm, I'm quite looking forward. I think we'll have fun with it. It's the one where uh, it ends with the Jack playing football, isn't it? That was also a bit yep. of a... Yeah, that, I, think, I think I remember the episode as in, like, it's when you sort of get the big twist, you're kind of like, huh? Like, what? Like, huh? How is that possible? Um, but then it's kind of one of those ones where, like, moving forward, you're like, oh, they're related. Ooh. So, yeah. It's kind yeah, of a Jack pointless is... twist, isn't it? Well, we'll talk about it next week. But yeah, next <laughs> next week, lots of help me get the birds so I can make a mess. It's very, oh, God. It's very Bernard-like next episode, I feel. Um, Just why is she a thing? <laughs> yeah. So I, I, shame I mentioned... on our people. She's a blight in Australia. Well, we've still got Kimberly Joseph. No, hey. Well, that's true. <laughs> Hugh Jackman and Kimberly Joseph make up for it. <laughs> I said earlier in this episode that this recap has made me go down on Naveen and Saeed, but Whoa. nowhere near as much as Claire. Like, I, st- I still like Saeed. Um, Claire! So yeah, yeah let, let's look out for Pi Beyond next week. And if you're listening in the future, just listen to it now. It's, it was a good one. Um, or if you're listening <laughs> in 14 years... Uh, <laughs> In 2046. So, yeah, in, the, in the meantime, please subscribe to whatever you can subscribe to, be it us or other podcasts or Guns and Ammo magazine. Just subscribe to things. You need to subscribe more in your life. Um, and, you know, just listen. I'm not going to tell you to like. I'm not going to tell you to do anything you don't want to do. Just listen to it. Just listen to what we have to say. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But if give you us listen a to us, you'll chance. be as happy as Locke playing chess. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't have said it better. So, yeah, tune in next week. We're always excited to hear from you, and we're always excited to talk about Lost. And we're moving in our way, our way through Season 3. But in the meantime, my name is Noah, and I love Cal. <laughs> my name is Ben, and... I just make myself a salad and move on. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.